Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is October 5th. <laughs> just in time, baby. <laughs> just in time, baby. <laughs> we are here. And we got to watch. I had to rewatch the um the finale, the two episode finale of Bleach Thousand Years Blood War. And I just like to tell everyone from the bottom of my heart is that Bleach is the greatest anime of all time. You're welcome. And I just want to let you guys know before that where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find the latest updates to the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nice Town Finance. <laughs> yeah. It is age 21, baby. So what I'm saying is, is that Bleach. You know, the, the greatest anime to ever, you know, grace the eyeballs of people. Bleach is now 21 years old. We are here, man. We can get our driver's license turned horizontal now, baby. We are not vertical no more. Let's go. Ooh. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it, man. I am here. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all don't understand. That finale was amazing. <laughs> You know what's crazy? That finale, the two episodes, between the two episodes, you only see Ichigo for literally 0.5 seconds. They don't even show the Kang for that long, man. They only show them 0.5 seconds. They said, look, man, we're going to save you for next season. Or, well, next core. Core is pretty much next part. Part three of Thousand Year Blood War. <laughs> Fuck, man. This, this was really, really intriguing. Um, we still are dealing with the anime tropes um, that, you know, a- animes have definitely fall victim, not victim, but I've always done. They go through this trope where they have to explain exactly what their power is. Like, dude, don't explain to me about your power. Just kill me. Do something. I, d- I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> so we've definitely uh, had a lot of monologues um, the first episode. Where you know, um, between the Quincy's and also between you know the um the squad zero, um, it's actually kind of cool watching some of the fights. Like, I feel like, um, the the Zanpakuto maker, I'm sorry, names are not, I'm not really good at names. Actually, uh, I think the only one name I know is the Hot Springs dude because mostly because the one of the better MCs of modern age is named you know Tanjiro. So, um Finding out his powers is actually pretty sick. So, um, there's a Zanpakuto maker. There's a weaver. There is a pretty much a botanist, I guess I can say. She also makes food. I think she um conf- she actually has to consume food, uh, for her powers. And then um we have the hot spring. Did I say hot springs? I don't think I said hot springs. And the hot springs. Uh, that's Tanjiro. And what's cool? And then you have uh Ichibe. Ichibe's powers is o fucking p first of all dude is telling he tells you each on several occasions now pretty much put some respect on my name like that dude right there tells you each every single like it, it, every time he says his name he said Yo, you're gonna keep saying my name lightly and he showed him why you should not be saying his name lightly that is a sick ass zombie though so his zombie though 
is like kind of like a paintbrush. And actually, if I mean for real, for him being the strongest one, and him really to me, I think he has the coolest one where it whatever it paints, he he could take away. So like it like your arm, for example, if he brushes his 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 um his his Zampakto is not supposed to cut you. It's supposed to cut your name. Meaning, if like if I if he hits you with in the arm, for for instance, he will take off the letter M from arm, and your arms are can't be used like half. They feel like they they'll feel like pretty much dead weight. They're half as half as strong as they would normally be. That is the nastiest fucking power ever. And what's also cool is, say he cuts you in half, like not even cuts you, he paints you in half. He could take a half. He could take your name half away and give you half your powers, and you only have half your powers. He takes half of your name away. You paint your Zampak Do. Zampak Do. Yeah, you might even forget the name of your Zampak Do. This shit is wild. That is one of the nastier fucking Zampak Do's. Um, like powers. That that's pretty sick. Like I'm not cutting you. I'm cutting your name. That's wild. That that's a that's a fucking that that's nasty. I, I really think that like him really bodying really yeah we each that whole time. Like I don't even think he really he only got really one hit off, and that's after he painted the seal and had him get punched back from away from the um away from the soul palace, away from the royal palace. Um, really when he painted that seal to keep you each away, is the only time I think Ichibei actually got hit. Yeah, it's the only time he got hit because. You know, we just couldn't. What was it? He couldn't say. He couldn't speak his own name. It was the sickest shit ever. Like every time he got hit, it, it wouldn't be able. He, so he had to like make himself not exist anymore. Practically, he used all his reishi to shoot himself with arrows to like <laughs> to get back to the place that where he was at. It's the yo. These fight scenes are really fucking good. I really, 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 really enjoyed these. Um, I think the Zanpakuto Maker and Death Dealing, that was a really good fight between those two. I think that's the best fight. So that, like between everyone. Because that he I mean, really, he thought he killed him. And he was like, yo, you thought that you killed me? Death Dealing said, Your your the wounds that you have given me weren't even like fatal. Like I don't know why you're celebrating way too way too early right now, and so you see uh, the Zanpakuto maker um, drop to his knees and is like, "Yo, what the fuck is going on right now? Like, how is this? How are we doing this? <laughs> like, why can't I move? What?" So the death dealing is you puts like pretty much a poison on your blood. And every time he drinks it, it's more like taking, I think, either taking the blood away or putting, or I think actually, no, his is, um, he's replacing your blood with like poisonous blood. And like, really, it's killing you from the inside out. And what's also like, I guess, a smart move is that the Zanpak maker cuts his own neck. It's like, what if I just have, what if I just bleed out the blood that, you know, you keep replacing? And the dude was like, you know, you, you know, you're going to die of blood loss. That's fine. And then we find out that the springs, uh, the hot springs, uh, 
um, Squad Zero member, Tanjiro, can heal you with water, right? But he can also, and uh, he, he can heal you body wise and also your spiritual pressure wise. That's kind of sick as shit, actually. It like getting your spiritual pressure to be fucking like revived practically by him. Fucking sick. But if he hits you with blood or I think red water, it, I think it's blood. I think it's just straight up blood that it replaces it replaces the blood and heals all your wounds. What the fuck? Yo, that is the sickest fucking like so pretty much as long as he stays alive. Everybody, he's pretty much a lifeline. If you play Apex, he's practically lifeline. Except that it's lifeline if she heals you back up, if she brings you back, and like it's it's with the gold shield. Like, but if like everything gets filled back up instead of it going back halfway, it fills everything back up. This shit's sick. It's a nasty ass power. That is nasty as fuck. And then um the fight between him and um I forget his name, Jer- Jergum. Jurgum, something like that. Number two, the the former number two under um Yuich. Um, that was a pretty good fight. I think it once again did that whole anime trope where it looks like they both slice each other, but really he's the one that slices him. Uh the the water uh Tanjiro um slices uh Jurgum Jurgum. I fucking I don't fucking say his name. The former number two. Um, we really hear um Udiu talk like once when he's fighting the weaver. You know, she was like shit. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking your shit is like little rain hitting my fucking umbrella. You you ain't shit, pussy. Practically, that's what she called it. I wonder, and and this is just my um, this is my humblest opinion. I think that Udiu isn't trying to hit to kill people. I, like even with Ichigo, he knew Ichigo would either block the attacks or Odahime and Chad will would you know shield him. Or some there's some type of way he's getting shielded, and I don't think that Udiu has any killing intentions towards um soul reapers. I don't know if he's a I wouldn't say he's fully on their side, be mostly because of ideology, and also his grandfather was you know was pretty much disseminated. Um, you know, I think that um I think he's really that we're gonna see a real battle of like, you know, do I fight with my friends or do I fight against my friends? Like that's really where it looks like we're getting to brass text with Udiu. I'm kind of I'm kind of really intrigued by how that storyline is gonna play out. Because once again, if you haven't watched Bleach before, Udiu um Ishida started off as an enemy for um for Ichigo really was a foil for Ichigo. And he actually that's the first time we see a Minos Grande. So I I don't know. I, I'm really I like I said I'm very intrigued to see once Ichigo makes it to the Soul Palace, what are they gonna are they gonna scrap? You know what I'm saying? I liked what Ichigo said. Like I said, I said this a couple episodes ago. I liked what Ichigo said. I was I'm gonna smack him and bring him back. No matter what, I'm gonna smack him and he's gonna come back. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, that's my friend. I'm not. I'm, they fought countless battles together. I, I just don't know. Um, But I think the most important part of this, of these two episodes, 
is that you each finally unleashed kind of like one of his ultimate power, one of his bigger powers, which is that he took takes all the reishi that is that he needs um, from the Quincy's um, from useless Quincy's, as uh, Jurgen has said. He said that uh, that useless Quincy's and you just see the Quincy's all down there like, yo, what were we to you? Y'all were food. Y'all didn't know this? Oh, that's right. There's only a few people. There's only a few people in that inner circle, which are all on the Roy- which are all at the Royal Palace right now. They're the only ones that know that Yoich is gaining power each time Quincy's died. And for Volstitch and that Volstitch? Volstein. I'm sorry, Volstein. For Volstein to happen, or uh, uh, was it Oswin? Oswin, or I, I tried to s- figure out the name. It was very, it was too close to um to a very uh shitty um German name uh that we should not associate with bleach. But um, it, it what he does is he pulls pretty much the life force and the powers of all Quincy's. Now, I want everybody to remember the reason why he's able to do that with these Quincy's is that most of them are yes Quincy's and most of them are kind of, no I'm sorry most of them are kind of human but most of them I would say the better better majority of them are former Ron cars who he turned who he, I think he gave powers of a Quincy too but he's taking them back now and and really dispersing all the power to his top lieutenants and that he needs, they need it because they were getting folded by fucking Squad Zero. Squad Zero was folding them at this point, and uh, it, pretty much everybody was down. And then all of a sudden, we get another rebirth out of these motherfuckers. So, like we saw this the first time, where like they all got their wings, and then now he's taking away the the lower ranking people. It's pretty much the nobodies, pretty much soul regular soul reapers. He's taking their powers and their life force let's not forget this motherfucker practically is a vampire okay a thousand year old vampire imagine imagine you've been fighting with somebody or you've held that much of a grudge with someone for a thousand fucking years shit that's wild bro but continuing on so he takes all their life force and you just see like baz b you see the two 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 of the last remaining bambi five Actually, you see Bambi um, in a very provocative situation with the chick that does the zombies. Uh, I really thought that scene was going a whole different way. And um, I want to say I was glad, but uh, let's just say I was ready. No, I'm just saying I'm I'm putting out. No, it looked very provocative, though. I'm not going to lie to you. It looked like she was definitely doing something not sucking the blood out of Bambi. I'm just putting it out there. Okay, just putting it out there. And if you are a family member, I would not watch. I'll turn the heads from that that part of the of the uh, episode because it get it's very um it's a little it's a little uh, misleading. It can be a little misleading. Okay, just putting it out there. But um, yeah, this episode uh that that one where they all finding out like pretty much y'all y'all really ain't shit to him. Y'all fighting a war for somebody that doesn't give a fuck about you. That that literally is stealing your life force to power up his top lieutenants 
and y'all over here like y'all man i'm i'm this i'm that no bitch you ain't shit <laughs> y'all wasn't shit pretty much it looked like a rapture was going on you know what i'm saying they're like they're like and you can just see them turning into skeletons and shit like that and i love what uh sun said he said yo you know he said man i'm gonna go back down to the barracks he said why Hold on, why, why, why are you going back to the barracks? He said, yo, the fight isn't here anymore. He said, the Sarite, he's, they, the Sarite doesn't matter to them anymore. They got what they wanted to get to. That was the Soul Palace. That was the Royal Palace. He said, I'm going down to get me a fucking drink. <laughs> yo, I'm trying to figure out that shit, man, how he became the number one. That shit is wild as fuck to me. I, I Out of all the Soul Reapers, they gave the number one spot to like the one guy that seems to not truthfully give a fuck um until it's time They're like actually during the fights too like the only time we really seen sun Sui really really fight was against chad the first time when they did the rescue rescue art i think that's really the only time we see him fight like when they were about to fight uh yamamoto um i don't think that ever really came to fruition he was like, fuck that. Nah, you know, Yamamoto was going to fold them. Right, let's just, if we're all being fucking honest with each other, Yamamoto was going to fold the fuck out of them. Okay. I think Ichibe has really been, um, for real, the MVP of these episodes, though. That dude's been the MV fucking. He said, yo, he said, even what happened, name, he said, I should kill you with full power just so they can fucking hate you. But what's, what's the, uh, reputation if you're already dead? I was like, damn. And then when he paints everything black and he says, I own the color black now. What? He said, yo, your name. And then, and then after he paints everything black, he takes away Yuichi's, the rest of Yuichi's name, paints it on the little seal that he has and paints it on him black ant. And has a big ass foot come down and stomp his ass through a fucking platform holy mother goose i i'm only putting this out there i know this is the end of that episode of the final episode but i'm only putting this out there because i think what the fucking squad zero had to do was way more of a sacrifice i, I would have to say that um but him doing that and then clapping his hands and and really like crushing your each like he's a fucking black ant and that's the end of the of the season it's like, oh, well, we already know he's probably going to come back. He, like, he's definitely coming back. I mean, we have two more fucking parts of this, but that'd be a shit. That's a shitty ending. Like, you die thinking that you're a fucking ant, that your name is an ant, and you, like, he said, all I want to do is just stomp you. That shit is fucking. That, that, that shit right there is, that was unbelievable. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that part but the next but the own but the part before that that i that i think is the best is to know that squad zero all their powers were connected meaning that if one of them you went full power that all three realms pretty much um was the world of the living serete and you know the soul palace Everybody would feel a tremble. That's how strong they are. Is that they will shake all three, off all three realms practically. If we're if we're talking Mortal Kombat language, and they all 
look when they all got their asses handed to him the second time around after they got after what you call got that steroid boot after all of the fucking um stir raiders got the fucking steroid boost that they needed to beat squad zero because the problem is squad zero is so strong that one of them is stronger than all 12 um court court squads 13 i'm sorry 13 13 court squads goodness gracious uh there one of them is stronger than all than all the captains not just all of them all the captains so for four of them to have that much trouble with like pretty much lieutenants it's fucking crazy well pretty much captains i would say captains I would say captains. These, they, 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 um, but then again, like I said, they got the steroid shot of literally every part, every other Quincy. That's pretty much what ha- almost every other Quincy. They got that power, and to know that they're all, all their powers are connected because, like I said, if one of them has it, they are strong enough to pretty much destroy all three realms. In which, like, they said, look, man, this is what happens when we get serious. And all of them, like, this, the first thing Udi says is, yo, they killed themselves. All of them pretty much did exactly what, really, what they did. They did everything that, um, yo, each really did was pretty much sacrifice. But other than, but here's the difference between your each and Squad Zero. Squad Zero sacrificed themselves to give to one. And your each took from everyone to give to a few and possibly if they fuck up they're gonna all their race is gonna go to him that's how powerful that's his powers he said he needs them practically to slow them down um i like i said man when you see them do that give themselves up for the one which is the weaver and seeing her bankai and then as her bankai is going, as her bankai is starting, all they show all three of the realms fucking shaking. And everybody's just looking up, like, what the fuck is going on here? You see, you see, uh, you see Udiu's dad. I wonder if those two are gonna fight. Ishin and Udiu's dad. Uh, I I forget Udiu's dad's name. I'm sorry. I I don't know why I forget his name. Well, you only see him seldom, but I wonder if those two are gonna fight because really Ishin was that was uh his cousin and really they're all really actually i think that was their cousin right are they or adopted cousin it was something like that they were oh no she was adopted but really he was really supposed to marry um ichigo's mother if you guys have seen the flashback episode for this uh for i think it's in core one uh we find out you know ichigo really is you know half soul reaper half quincy which is why Tessica, Tessica Kensho is really kind of a Quincy power, but that's just that's just we're gonna st- we're gonna keep we're gonna stay with these episodes. I'm sorry, my fault. I keep talking about the king. The king just comes to the mind, man. I gotta talk about him sometimes. All right, it's the king. <sighs> sorry. All right. So, um, so when they all combine the powers, and then she uses her bankai, and she traps all of them practically in these these um. What's some shits called? The looms. It's kind of like a loom. Um, from like yo, if you ever watched Want It and how they, you know, picked out how people died or how who gets assassinated, that that was it pretty much like they she trapped them in their own like looms, like you know, I, I shit, man, I don't know what's about to happen. 
because it's because once again Udu's trapped. I don't see this working for her, but uh, or really probably we just going to do something to kind of stop all that shit. But um, yeah, I, like I said, I I think they did an amazing job with the the fights in the royal palace. Like I I thought they were like the only parts that I did really didn't like is when everybody just kept explaining their fucking powers motherfucker dog just just someone just just go after you like i just want to fight you just because i just want to go just lunge right at you and see if i can hit you just because you're telling me about your fucking dumbass power Ugh. i'm sorry my bad my bad and we also got to see the visors we got to see the rest of the visors yeah sorry i'm sorry sorry my bad apparently Udahar who is a piece of shit. Like, that motherfucker knew what he was doing. I like that the first episode of the finales, the first one, it starts off... I didn't know Yodoichi had a sister. Apparently, Yodoichi's sister is supposed to be going up there with her to um to fight at the Royal Palace, but um, Uduyu... I mean, Uduhara... Sorry, Uduhara. I'm going to say Kisuke. Kisuke, Mr. Hat and Clogs, um, sent everybody up already most of the people up already sorry sent most of the people up already and he was like shit um yeah i already sent them up and uh i like that the leader the the she's not even a leader she's the lieutenant of uh of uh, she's the lieutenant pretty much of the visors um once again i'm not good with names you guys already know she has kind of the snaggle tooth and shit like that and she's like yo you know we were so you just went against the plan like we were, we were supposed to go up with them like what are we doing here like you, you feel like you did this on your own did you use them he said what i like what she said was did you use them to delay the enemy and like i'm sitting here like yo y'all need to gonna use your fucking visor power this time are y'all gonna actually use them this time are y'all gonna holify because you're fucking yeah because your, your captains fucked that one up i think there was I think there was like a agreement that like the captain, if they came, if they were able to come back as captains, that they weren't allowed to use their visor powers. They weren't allowed to holify. I think that might be the case, but I think if there's war at my doorstep, I'm using every fucking bullet that I got to back away the enemy. I to, to combat the enemy. I, I think that's what they should have did in the first place. But I think those visors are still dressed up. They're not dressed up in their um, in their in their court in their squad in their Soul Reaper uniform. They're actually still dressed up like humans, and they just you know I think they can use them. I think there's no agreement for them, so I think they're going to be able to use their shits. I can't wait to see them fight. By the way, they have very all of them have varying fucking uh powers, and I fucking love it. Um, yes, but she was like, yeah, you always say. She said, I always hated this one saying that you always said. It's always to save the Seirete or to protect the Seirete. And she's like, I always hated that. I, I, they, they, he was like, well, let's get inside and let's, you know, sh- get ready for y'all to shoot off. I, I, I was, I, so um, they never showed anything else after that. I, I think really they wanted to pay attention. Like they will go back and like check in a little bit with like, you know, you see Sunsui, you see. You know, like I said, the visor situation. You see the the, the other stir raiders that you know have just got done battling and shit. I think they did they did a really good job with checking in with them. Gave us like two or three minutes, 
straight check-in time. Like even when they went to the Sir Raiders, like they, they it was really connected to Yuich killing them, do, rapturing them. Like that that was the that was really the fucking and um you know two of them you know two of them surviving uh Basby was like um yeah you fuckers aren't about to kill me he said man I'm not gonna die here and it looks like they might have some I think the Soul Reapers might have some very very good intel slash allies but it feels like we really kept his plan to those that are up there in the Royal Palace with him. I think that's the only thing. Like, they're all waiting for him to come back. And I don't think they understand, like, he wants to take the throne as Soul King. He doesn't want to destroy it. I don't think he wants to destroy everything. I think he really wants to take the throne. He's watching the throne. No, I'm sorry. My bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm excited for the next core. I'm I'm so excited for the next part. Um, They said 2024. Very excited. They had a picture of Udiu. Actually, so that means Udi is probably going to survive this and survive the loom situation that he's in because it all looks like they're stuck in a loom. It's kind of like, oh, fuck, man, did was that the entertainment district where the chick used like um little fabrics and shit? I think, but they were used to like cut people. This one was like they're trapped inside of them, and like you just and that shit is terrifying as fuck to watch. Like the animation for how it sets up. First of all, why are you just standing there? It's fucking just just logic. Like maybe I should move lazily, move to the left. Who knows? But um, no. Um, I, what I like was that that shit was terrifying. That was a really good animation to like set up her bankai. You know, it, it's it's it was great, man. I like I said this these last two episodes, the battling, I think the fights and everything. I think they really, really, really did a great job with telling the story of a story. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why is Yuich not why why Ichibe and Yuich really have like this contentious relationship with each other? Like, you know what I'm saying? And like for me, I just want him to stop seeing this man. I just want him to put some respect on Ichibe's name. You know what I'm saying? That's all I want. That's all I really want. What I like was also is that Yuich kind of stole Ichibe's power of the black. And like when he stole his power, everything on Ichibe turned white. And uh, I was just, it caught me off guard because I was like, why is everything turning white? I had to watch it a second time. I was like, oh, he stole the power for a second. It didn't work. <laughs> that shit is crazy, yo. I, I like I said, man, if you guys haven't, start, I, I, I think Thousand, well, shit, man. The problem is Thousand Years Blood War is not his own arc. You have to pretty much be connected because if you see the visors, You'd be hyped to see the Pfizer's. Like, I was hyped to see them. I was like, yeah, let's fucking go. I think they can use the powers. Let's go. And, of course, it's the little lieutenant that's angry. She was angry all the time. That would be talking to T. Kiske like, yo, what the fuck, yo? Why'd you not? Why? You say you went early? Like, you, what the fuck? We missed the train? Like, we were coming, dickhead. You could have told us. I, 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 man, I cannot wait for part three oh man i gotta wait till next year for this shit fuck man it's all good it's okay we're gonna get through this all right we're gonna get through this it's uh, we might itch a little bit but we we will we will we will prevail we will prevail man fuck yo i'm so mad it just oh i'm so mad i gotta wait because like it, it the way it ends is just like what the fuck 
And then also, if you watch after the credits, you do get a cone signing uh, where he like I think he redoes like two scenes from the from the show so far. And like, of course, you know, I, when you see, Cone, I feel like Cone's the most annoying character out of everybody next to Don Kenoji. But that's mostly because that's when you know there's a fucking filler coming. So, um, shit, man. I'm just, ah, fuck. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> My gosh. Why well, I gotta wait? I was here. I gotta wait. I gotta wait. Man, it made me feel so good. It made me feel good. It made me feel good, man. Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. Sorry, I went to I don't know where the fuck type place I went. Okay, so with that, I would like to say that is the podcast for today. It's just straight up bleach review. Um, also, if you guys do get a chance, please, please, please go donate to my aunt's um MS Society um for their biking. My, my mom and my aunt are biking 25 miles in California next, uh, I think next week, actually. Um, so if you guys get a chance, if you have any heart, um, please donate to the MS society. I will put the, um, the website on the, um, I will put the website in the, uh, what's the fucking thing? Descriptions in the descriptions. The website will be in the descriptions. I hope you guys will, um, please, uh, help out with whatever you can, man, dollar 50 cents or whatever you can help with, man. It just, you know, anything like anything goes a long way as that, you know, I mean, because like I said, it takes a village to help. You know, I mean, it takes a village that, that it takes a neighborhood, it takes a very big neighborhood to help with, you know, this really debilitating disease. You know, um, I think, yeah, I think I can say that. And um, I just, you know, it, it'd be nice to see like us, like be able to help with like some type of treatments and, you know, some type of therapy for you know, people that are afflicted by this and everything. So um, please, if you guys get a chance, um, you see the websites down there. There will be one for my mom and one for my aunt. We're trying to get we're trying to get reach both goals by next week, um, the 10th. So let's make it happen, baby. Also, remember the thousand dollar goal. I think I'm going to change it because I've been reading Google shit um, about the goal, about the, you know, the the thing, the uh, the, the the one chip challenge. A lot of people are going to the hospital for them. And um, it's it kind of scares me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Um, maybe do another ice bath challenge. Who knows? But that scares the shit out of me. I was I was I was definitely scared. I'm not gonna lie. I was really scared. I, it it kind of scared me off a little bit from the one chip challenge. But we'll see. We, we we'll see. Man, if you guys want to want me to, to suffer, that's fine. That's that's your thing. You know, you like to see guys suffer on camera. You know, that's your life. You know, that you know. That, all right. Maybe you're into that type of thing. I, I'm not. But you know, I, you know, that's just you. But all right, so where you can find the Cruiser Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find podcast needs. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, where you can find latest updates to the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast, also on Twitter at Nice Town Finance. And I would like to say, um, please leave a like and subscribe on YouTube if you guys get a chance. If you do like it, please subscribe and please like it, baby. Also, um, if you have it in your heart, please uh leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts, also on spotify um spotify has um a five you know that has the star ratings too and also um <clears throat> sorry also let me know how you're doing that's what it's going to say on the uh hopefully it says on the questions thing because sometimes it messes up so um it's going to say how you doing let me know how you doing baby i just need to know how you're doing let me know let me know how you're doing baby you got to make it do what it do baby no i'm playing okay sorry so with that i would like to say 
I love all of you. I want all of you to um also um I'm not gonna put all this business out there. I would like to say um one of my one of my co-workers, his name is uh his name is Sasso, um is is going through a very, 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 very hard time right now. Um, so if you guys have a chance, please have him have him and his family in your prayers. Um, as he is dealing with something that you know I is unimaginable. I, I that something I prayerfully never have to deal with but you know I, I i really you know i do want you guys to please if you guys get a chance please say you know give him and his family your prayers and your well wishes man because he needs it and uh trust me i i <laughs> after this summer you know what i'm saying i completely am in 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 concert so if you guys please please leave a um leave a prayer or two, you know what I'm saying, for him and his family. It'll be, it'll go a long way. It'll be a beautiful thing. So um, with that, I'd like to say I love all of you. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll catch you guys later. Deuces!